0: Hi, uh, welcome to the Infodump, um, this is a podcast about whatever the fuck I want it to be about, um, mostly just a bunch of me rambling, um, while getting stoned, um, but who is me? Uh, me is Matisse, uh, I use she-they pronouns, I'm trans femme, nonbinary non-binary, um, I am a game design professor, uh, I'm a huge fashion nerd, um, I have OCD and ARFID and PTSD and bipolar, brain no work, very good, um, but that's okay, because it means I talk about a lot of random bullshit that, sorry, for some reason I thought that would be a good time to take a poll from my joint. Look, you guys may be a recorder, but I do still have plenty of social anxiety around you. Um, because that's just that's just where I'm at in life. Um, but who are you? Uh, you are a Zoom H2N recorder. Um, with a fucking Toho keychain and a Takashi Murakami I keychain hanging off of it. And any, if any of you fucking uh, weebs from JP uh, can tell me who this Toho girl is, that would be lovely. She's got black hair, a red dress, a pink coat, and she's holding a stick with a bunch of colorful balls on it. So yeah, JP, tell me. Tell me what's up. Uh (sighs) Um, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here, but that's kind of okay. Um, I've been doing this quite a bit recently, just talking to you guys, and I've developed quite a few inside jokes with you guys, um, which is disturbing, um, but brain, no work good, um, so yeah, I think that's enough preamble, it's been 2 minutes and 18 seconds, let's talk about some random bullshit that I want to talk about, but let me take some more polls off this joint first. You are more than welcome to smoke or do whatever substance makes you happy while you listen to this. Uh, I would greatly appreciate you doing what makes you happy while you listen to this rambling bullshit podcast. Now be safe about it, but yeah, get stoned. I don't fucking care. did almost just drop a huge amount of ash on myself, that would have not been great. Wow this really is a fucking pinner that I rolled. I'm sorry, I'll, I really wanted to show off my rolling skills a bit better for our first chat. Um, but hey, get used to being disappointed by me. Um, <laughs> Can join the club with my parents oh self burn ow I don't fucking know I'm gonna start talking about bullshit that I can actually talk about because that was all just a script that I wrote down not a script but like bullet points and now I'm just gonna talk about the bullshit look I smoked and now I'm rambling and I have OCD and part of my OCD is obsessively explaining everything so yeah Probably not going to cut any of this out because that would be too much work. Also, so enjoy. <laughs> the first topic is magic circles. Um, so if you don't know what magic circles are, they're a ludological construct. Um, well, uh, originally they were, I believe, a sociological construct invented by a guy named uh, Jonah Hazinga. It doesn't matter. Um, it, yeah, I don't. I don't care about the origins of this um i just talk and if i get things wrong that's fine correct me but fuck off y'all oh no my joint's being rained on i had my hand stuck out a window i'm so bad at this but that's okay magic circles. So magic circles are a ludological construct. If you don't know what ludology is, ludology is the study of play. So it's, um, it's essentially the scientific, like, rigorous study of, um, you know, how and why people play games and in what ways people engage with the games that they are playing. And so the magic circle, um, is this construct that we use to describe um, the boundaries between the people participating in a game and the boundaries between people not participating in a game. So, you know, there's reality, and then within the circle are the people playing the game. Um, and so it's a very basic uh, construct that that is taught in, you know, any, like, first-year game design class, really. Um... But I, um, through some of my research, I wanted to take that, that analytical model a little bit further, and so I broke it down into two additional, um, ways of viewing magic circles. Um, one, the, uh, um, Jesus, these, this is my research, why can I not remember the words? It's because I have horrible mental illness, and also I smoked, and now I'm entering a slightly hypomanic state who calm down you fucking bitch ass chick it's the escaping magic circle that's the word i was looking for um and so the escaping magic circle is essentially a description of um it essentially takes the the fact that you know the magic circle delineates um people playing and not playing the game the the escaping magic circle also um, delineates between, uh, like, perceived reality, um, and so if you are playing a, if you are playing a game like Tag, you are, you know, mostly still encompassed within, ooh, that's some bad audio, that's some bad audio, that's some bad audio, to keep just saying that's some bad audio because it's true. So I'm going to take some more pulls off my joint and then I'll get back to talking about escaping magic circles. And I still probably won't edit any of this out because I'm a lazy ass bitch. I think those sounds are mostly done. So, the escaping magic circle also delineates between you know um, the the kind of perceived reality of the game. So, if you're playing a game like Tag, that is mostly encompassed by the uh, narrative of the real world. You know, you aren't uh, there. Isn't a a lore that you have to master about <laughs> Tag. Um, you know, this magic circle hasn't. Escaped and it hasn't, um, you know, separated itself from the, the, uh, the rest of reality. Um, but with, you know, a fully escaping magic circle, um, it kind of creates a Venn diagram where there's less and less overlap between the magic, magic circle and reality itself. Um, and so that allows you to, uh really explore the ways in which we can push that boundary further, you know? How do we make it easier to separate a game, uh, from reality? How do we emphasize that escape, uh, nature? Um, and then the other analytical model that I had for breaking, or for enhancing the magic circle is, um, Uh, fuck. Layered magic circles. And so, layered magic circles, I think, are most easily explained through, um, the lens of of a soccer game. Um, so, in the very center of the circle, you have your, um, players that are most engaged with reality. Uh, sorry. Most engaged with the game. Um, in ludological sense, we call this, uh the the lucery attitude or the lucery state or or flow state or there's the it being in the zone um basically it's it's when you are so engrossed in a game that you kind of forget that you have to do other things so like when you're in a long gaming session and you forget that you have to get up and go take a shit or you forget to eat and stuff like that um and so that's yeah in the very, very center of the circle, you have the players that are in that lucery attitude, a lucery state. Um, and so these players are, uh, in the context of soccer, these are the players that are, you know, most engaged with the game. Usually they're the players who, you know, physically have the ball at that point in time, etc., uh, etc. Cetera, et cetera. Um, then one layer out, you have your players that are, you know, less engaged, still playing, but, you know, maybe don't have the ball, maybe are still, you know, trying to strategize, trying to, you know, be closely engaged with the game, but are less involved in the immediate outcome of what is happening, but they are still part of the game. Um, Then outside of that, you have, you know, your referees, who, again, are even further removed from what is uh, what is you know happening within the the world of the game you know they're just making calls about what is and is not against the rules essentially um, but they are still uh, part of the game you know they are still, Participating, they they still have a, an effect on the game, and they still have to um, you know engage with this arbitrary set of rules that has been placed on top of reality. Um, and then further removed from that, uh, what 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 words am I saying? Who outside of that layer of referees, you have. Um, The last layer, at least in the terms of of this example for soccer, um, you have uh, your spectators, you know, anyone in the stadium watching a game. um, They are, you know, the furthest removed from actually participating in the game that's, you know, taking place in front of them, but they're very, you know, they're still very much involved in what is happening um, in the game. You know, you, um, on, on the, the ethical side, you have, you know, spectators, uh, chanting and hyping up their team, and that does, like, a morale bonus does impact your players. Um, like, home field advantage is a real thing, because your player, having people on your side definitely gives you a psychological advantage. Um, uh, on the less ethical side, you have, players that fucking throw things onto the field um you have players that fucking shine laser pointers into the faces of players you have players that you know are just causing as much you know mischief as possible and and they may not necessarily be involved in what is happening uh in the the technical rules of the game but from from a, from an analytical perspective that you still have to consider what they are doing in, and what kind of influence they have on, on the game in front of you. Um, and so this analytical model um, is really interesting because it allows you to uh, kind of see where you can, you know, break down some of these barriers. How can you make your spectators more engaged in the game? Um, You know, again, from the ethical side, you can do that by having people in the stadium that do coordinated things, you know, have a bunch of players do the wave. You know, that is a coordinated effort. It is a rule-based effort um, put on by the, you know... it, it, It is... In many, in, in many cases, in many ways of, of analyzing, it is part of the game of soccer at the professional level. Um, you know, organized chanting. Like that, like putting people in your stadium to chant um, and giving them something constructive to do to chant um, is, is an effective strategy. <clears throat> Let me drink some coffee. Oh, yeah, my voice is so much better now. I really need to be drinking water more often. Even though that was not water, that was coffee, but I'm gonna fucking... Oh, girl, girl, fucking shut your... shut your whore mouth. I am No, I'm probably a whore. No, but no, I'm not slut-shaming. Sluts are good. And, and sex work is real work. Just, I actually, I have a jacket that has a huge patch on the back of it that just, just says "sex work is real work." Um, <laughs> uh, why I'm, cause, cause I'm high, because I'm high and rambling. That's why I'm telling you this, right? Um, analytical model talking about layered magic circles, bullshit, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, the the analytical model of layered magic circles just allows you to kind of pierce the veil of of these different layers and figure out ways to better connect um, different parts of your player base to that lucery attitude, which is where you would like all of your players to be. Um, you know, being in that lucery attitude or having that lucery attitude um, is, is a really good way to, you know, get people to like your game, um, yeah, yeah, was that, was that good, did you like that, look, again, social anxiety, I don't fucking know what anyone wants to hear, ever, like, I just talk about the things that I want to talk about, yeah, yeah, For an instance of, like, how bad my social anxiety is, like, I can't fucking join Discord calls with my girlfriend, (laughs) um, because she's- or, or like, game-playing Discord calls with my girlfriend because she's playing with other people. Like, there's- there were, like, four people in this Discord chat, and I was just like, I- I- I have to- figure out how to say hi when i join the call and then i have to pay attention to what all of them are saying the whole time what no fuck that bullshit i'm not doing that i like how are you supposed to do that how do humans do that how do people do that i'm getting anxious talking to you and you are a zoom h2n with a furry little wind wind hat and some Toho key on. You are my best friend, though. No, you're not my best friend. You're a very good friend, though. A very good friend. Um, and I mean that both in a satirical sense and also in a genuine sense. And also, also, also. Yep. I think that was. I think I died. I think I died right there. But that's okay. What is my next topic? Oh, I wanted to talk about the brand Avavav. And actually, really, I just want to tell you that I love this brand. <laughs> and that I bought a pair of shoes from them. That's really all I want to say. <laughs> Um, So, Avavav is a Florence-based fashion label um, ran by the creative director Beat Carlson. And Beat Carlson is, um, I think, one of the most incredible designers right now. Um, Like, I guess from a, a purely visual standpoint, some of her clothing... And like on uh, individual pieces can seem a bit uh you know cliche um, but when you put her entire collections together um, they just send such powerful messages and and um, and so the the so if any of you or really most of you have not heard of avavav or beat carlson before um if you have any passing interest in fashion you may have um heard of her last season um or or her her summer spring 2023 season um because for the runway showing for it she had every single model walking down the runway fall um it was her filthy rich collection i believe was the name of it but um she had every single model walking down the runway fall um and it was such an interesting choice um and it made for phenomenal photography it was such a fun way to uh fuck with the established norms of runway fashion um and it it really helped emphasize the um the 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 it's the fucking <laughs> one of the words I'm looking for y'all comment and the com com leave a comment down below what I'm trying to say um what 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 is the right term for the motifs that she was using um her motifs of ex- excessive wealth and and you know indulgence um Oh, and give me a sec, I need to let a cat into this room with us. Hi, come be my friend. Oh wow, this room smells a lot like weed right now. I might not be able to do these recordings like this, but we'll figure that out in the future. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Are you- Oh, you are just- Oh, she's gonna give you guys a lick. Uh, Don't stand on my joint. No, but, like, could I have my joint back? No, don't knock them over. <laughs> Girly. Um, this is my cat, Sloane. She's a fucking monster, um, and I love her immensely. So come I'm be a good girl and sit on my lap. Um, what was I saying about Beat Carlson? i don't know i love her her motifs of of excessive wealth and indulgence and you know just fucking around with a lot of that like y2k over indulgence culture is really really cool um and so i bought a pair of her uh for so she also does a lot of transhumanist explorations of of uh of humans through her art and through her fashion fucking words are hard, um, but, so, one of the pieces that she put out, uh, this last season, I believe, was, uh, were these three and a quarter inch, like, shiny black, um, heels, um, ankle, uh, not ankle, um, like, uh, what's the part of, the part above your ankle, yep, that one, I'm not gonna find the word shin, shin, calf, 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 I think is what I was looking for, anyway, um, they're these shiny black, uh, calf height 3 and three-and-a-quarter-inch heels with these four enormous, elongated, exaggerated, like, caricatures of of toes attached to the front. Um, and they're just so fucking wonky. I, they're, to me, they really, like, look like a, um a modern version of Mar- Mesa Margiela's, um, uh, tabbies, um, you know, just being so out there and so, um, discordant to at least the, the conventional, um, fashion industry. Um, I don't know. I just, I just adore these shoes. Um, I haven't even gotten a chance to wear them out yet. Um, I'm going to be wearing them uh, next week to a bar crawl for, uh, one of my, one of my, uh, friends, one of the members of my polycule, um, and I'm so fucking excited, um, I'm sure stumbling, stumbling around drunkenly at this bar crawl, I'm gonna end up, like, breaking one of these enormous toes off, but, like, look, that's, live in your clothes, it's more fun, you've got a story to tell, like, take care of your clothes, but live in them. I need to take another pull off this joint oh wow I said that and she got out of the way you're such a good girl sometimes I should get a wookie tube oh fucking is that a is that still what people call it is that still a term that people use I, I don't know. A Wookie tube, uh, like, a fucking toilet paper uh, holder with, like, a dryer sheet dryer sheet stuffed in it, and you exhale through it. I remember uh, many a bong being breathed out through. Many a bong being breathed out through. Yeah, fuck, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um... I think that was all I wanted to say about Avavav, even though I don't think I really said much about Avavav. Um, also, I don't know if that's how you say the name of that brand. Um, <laughs> I'll be totally fucking honest. But whatever. Um, but the last thing that I wanted to do was um, exemplify just how much of a pretentious bitch I am um, and read you. Uh, some of my poetry. Yeah, yeah, y'all are here, so you're fucking trapped with me. You can't turn this off, I've decided. <laughs> um, yeah, so my poetry is uh, kind of like this podcast, very stream of consciousness, rambling, um, usually with loosely created topics. I let my joint go out, y'all. I let my joint go out. This is a sad day. Um, I'll recover though. So, my poetry is very uh, stream of consciousness, kind of rambly, kind of loosely constructed. Yeah. Um, so here's a poem about foot fetishes <coughs> titled my ocd on foot fetishes tully kupferberg jeffrey lewis i want to hold your foot i never thought of feet till he sung his fetish coquettish heel makes perverts real feel i wish i could emotion i mean unseen feet greet me with no eroticism but now thoughts fill mind forced static variable unchanging though thoughts rearranging Obsessive contemplation of how to beat my meat over feet. Suck a toe. Blow. Pirates fucking peg legs. Five little piggies. Or do they like the space between the toes? Or maybe the heel? Keel? Ball? Arch? Curvature? Shape? What the fuck do they want to fuck? Not that I kink shame. I'm sure others feel the same about my masochistic pain. Still, I cannot see. I feel the same about pee. No glee, just confusion, no allusions to sexual interaction, just a refraction of intimate traction. As relationships between lovers grow, even so, I'd rather see your ass than your toe. Thank you for listening to whatever the fuck that was. Mm, I'm gonna give you another one, because I want to. Um, I'll probably be done after like one or two or like 30 more. How about this one titled The Rancid Rat Race? I'm okay, said the princess to the swine. I'm divine. I'm worth the time. I'm filled with wonder. Ignore the blunder of last year and last beer. I didn't get drunk. That myth was debunked. I wasn't zooted. I've never tooted. Can you imagine? A princess? Farting? Like a swine? Now that wouldn't be divine at all. The gall in even suggesting it. How dare you? How fucking dare you? The swine looks back upon her. Hungry brown eyes, thunder thighs, wearing a disguise of mud. Blood. The swine cares not for her drivel, her drugged-up spittle, no pity in its eyes, swines despise high teas and zooted coffees, and royal decrees of prosperity, for it's all a rancid rat race. Thank you for listening. I'm gonna do one more. Oh, a Christmas one. It's not that time of year anymore. And also, I'm not Christian, but I kind of vaguely celebrate Christmas still. So, this one is titled The Suffering of Yuletide Goats. Gray-green grass, crass crow's class, lass of many years and beers, curled up with Christmas fears. Tears in her eyes, she cries and cries, pine needles in her hair. Stuck to pubes, open to the air. I fucking got a Discord message, and it interrupted my poem. I gotta turn off. Go away. Fucking Discord messages. Don't bother me. I'm gonna start over. Yeah, you can't stop me. I'm in charge here. I'm just fucking rambling. That's whatever. These are field recordings. They're not a podcast. I've decided, even though I'm going to call them a podcast. Whatever. Go, go fuck yourself. Go, go fuck me. No, I mean, maybe. Are you hot? You're a Zoom H2N. <clears throat> and that's a pretty sexy piece of machinery. Alright. I think I need to take... One more puff, and then I'll read this poem. This is the last puff that I can take, as I don't have any more weed in this joint. (laughs) I wish you guys could see how stupid I look. My chin is fucking pressed down against the, uh, windowsill. I'm fucking squeezing my lips out of this tiny little crack in the window, trying not to get any smoke in here. I'm so fucking stupid. Alright. That joint is done. <clears throat> Let me take a sip. <clears throat> All right. Now, let's go back and read The Suffering of Yuletide Goats. <clears throat> Grey green grass, crass crow's class, lass of many years, and beers curled up with Christmas fears. Tears in her eyes, she cries and cries, pine needles in her hair, stuck to pubes open to the air, naked as a babe, fresh from womb, ready for world to consume. She lost her sense of reality, lost her sense of morality. Christmas tree, yummy brie on plate of cheese, hearing the pleas of all who came before this yuletide whore. Knife used to spread said cheese, covering naked woman, starting with her knees. Up her thighs, up her chest, covering small breast. Neck comes next, face and scalp. Kelp wraps the rest. Only shins left undressed, she still runs and runs and runs like Baba Yaga, goo-goo-ga-ga, blah-blah-blah. Rhymes and crimes, making sense of the world, hair twirled, though it's kelp now and I'm a whelp now, I need help now, help me please. My knees are broken, my shins are cold, this world is filled with horrors untold. Bold, brass, crass, class, nasty woman coming, humming, coming again, again, again. I don't even feel it anymore. I'm a whore, a whore. I scream at the world. The brie fills my mouth, though. Pine needles and kelp coming along. This throng of suffering fills my throat. I bleat like a choking goat and die. So, yeah... That was poetry. <clears throat> um did you like it? Thanks. Did you not like it? Thanks. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Um Yeah, I don't know. I write weird bullshit poetry and I like it. And I don't I'm just making noises now. Um I think I'm done recording now though. It's been almost 10 years since I started recording this podcast right here. And I'm growing tired. And by that I mean I'm out of coffee. And I would like more. Um, So yeah. Uh, Leave a comment down below if this is a platform that has comments. And if it's not a platform that has comments, um, leave a comment on a .gov website uh, explaining what you would like me to talk about in the future. Yeah, if you leave it on any .gov website, I am sure I will find it. Probably, I'm everywhere. I'm everything I birthed the universe many eons ago this isn't a poem I'm reading now I'm just rambling <laughs> aimlessly because you've got a really pretty red light and I can just stare at it and then the words just fall out of my brain and I don't have to think about them because I'm stoned now and that's why I like getting stoned because Why I have to choose my words so carefully with OCD, but when I'm stoned, I just talk. And that's why I like to talk to you, because you don't say anything back, at least not in the moment. If you did, that would be very concerning. But my voice is getting raspy. I should have brought more water or coffee. So I'm going to hang up now, even though I said that already. But I'm bad at saying goodbyes. you're just so beautiful um I love you a lot uh we're really good friends um uh you're you you could you could you could gibber de back <clears throat> I think my brain has no idea what to do right now this is like. Say goodbye to them. I was like, "Oh, are they? Who? 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 You guys are the little, the little people in this recorder. But do you do you know anything? Do you know? Do, do you know? This is not good podcast material. But I'm probably gonna leave it in anyway. Yeah, so I love you guys. Um, If you could swing by the store and pick up some milk on your way home uh, so I could put some milk in my coffee, that would be really good. Um, Kisses. uh, Goodbye.